Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, and Zach. You can find us on Twitter at PodRoundtable. Feel free to DM us with any content ideas or anything of the like. Hope you guys enjoy. We back. All right. So, while you were gone, I was doing some research. So we know that there are six vacant quarter or uh, head coaching positions. Okay. Right. Now I think we can agree on the best one to go into is the Jaguars, right? Yeah, probably. They have two first round picks. Two second round picks, the guarantee of Trevor Lawrence, and basically a blank slate of money to do whatever you want to the facility. Because Shad Khan cap has that space ca- too, right? And tons of cap space. Yeah, they cut everything. They don't have they don't have to pay anyone. Right? They have good young wide receivers in um Chark and LaVisca. DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault. A thousand yard back who's an undrafted rookie that they don't have to pay any money for like the next three years. Right. It's just get them, get some defensive help. And then you have three picks in the top two rounds to do that and also help out your offensive line. Right? Yeah. So I think, and that's why Urban Meyer wants to go to the Jaguars, I think. Allegedly, yeah, he's been rumored. And then the second one that CBS says is the Chargers, but I don't agree with that. See, I, I think, do. I think number two is the Texans. The Texans and, have no cap space. Right. They have but no they first have, round pick. They have a top three quarterback in the NFL. So, yeah, I okay. guess Deshaun's probably top three. Like, I wouldn't I say worse than top five, though. So, like, I'm not going to say you don't yeah. have a great quarterback. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I, I, Deshaun Watson, like, I didn't, he sneaky put up these numbers because they sucked. He, like, led the league in, like, yards, didn't he? He led the league in yards. Like, 4,700 yards or something like that. It was nuts. He had a great year. 48. He was second in passer rating to Aaron Rodgers in... ESPN's QBR, they dropped him down to, where is he, Deshaun Watson to 12th, and I don't know why that is. I don't know what ESPN does that's different than regular QBR. He's the only one who, like, drops that drastically. He drops from 2nd to 12th, and I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. So so here's my thing, is I think you don't have, you don't have a first round pick. Sure. I don't know if they were missing other picks. You don't have cap space um, to, to get talent. They don't have a first rounder and they don't have a second rounder this year. Yeah, so you have no you have no way to get top rookies. Right. You don't have cap space to go out and get anybody. Sure. You're handcuffed where like you you have to re-sign Will Fuller because Deshaun basically has said it. Yeah. That's been the pulse has been like Deshaun's like, if you let him go, like I'm, I might leave. Sure. Like, like you have so much to fix. 
yeah with that organization that like i honestly think the texans job the stress of having to turn that around so you don't lose your only good player so it's a job for someone who knows what they're doing i would agree but i think or you can either take the stress of that or you can say i can go to the chargers and no, you don't like their owner so like that's I hate Dean Spanos. That's part That's of it. Yeah. Part of part of why I knocked down the Chargers. Yeah. But if you look at it from a roster standpoint, you might have gotten the best quarterback in that draft yep. because of what Herbert looks like. Yep. You have Keenan Allen. Yeah, but he's Austin, getting older. He's you have not Austin Eckler. Eckler's great. Uh though Eckler has been not as great since Gordon left. He's still good. So Eckler's still good. You have two young running backs in, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on their names. Josh Jackson and... I don't know who their third backup is. They have one more guy that was pretty talented. Um, so you have a good running back room. You have a, you actually have a decent defense, like talent-wise. Yeah, Derwin James, the worst Bosa brother. You have the, yeah, the lesser of the Bosa brother. It's still a Bosa brother. Um, yeah. You have yeah, Derwin's good. Chris like Harris Casey, Jr., I think you have Chris Harris Casey Jr., Hayward. Casey Hayward. Yeah. Like an aging but good defense with some young stars. I agree. Like, I think you just have so much. You have so much. That roster is so talented and they have cap space. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you have I cap agree. space. You have talent. You and already have your quarterback. They draft 13th so they could get a young corner to replace. You yeah, know, you're, you're, in a, you're in a spot where like maybe Patrick Sertan falls to you. Um, like that's the that's I think people say he's the top DB top corner coming out of Alabama this year. Yeah. Um. Like you you have options there. Like I think you could get O line help. Is he related to? I think he is. He's um the kid of Patrick Sertain, who was a lockdown DB for. Uh, the Dolphins and the Chiefs from '98 to '08. So you, three could, time, you could draft him, three-time Pro Bowl or two-time All-Pro. If he were to fall, I think he's right around that like eight to ten range. I think, um, dude. If I'm if I'm the Giants, oh boy, I want him. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. Is that like I think that I think the Jags and the Chargers definitely. I think the thing with the the thing with the Texans though, man, like you inherit the best quarterback. Age to production wise, aside from Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, you have a young stud quarterback who's who signed long term. Like I, I understand that you have. I just think a that I just think great that you wide fail, receiver. You have David Johnson actually even looked good at the end of the year. You know, like you, you have, have a no running defense. back. That defense was terrible. I think the defense was terrible because of the coaching. I really do. I think if you can be a good coach and just I don't know, let, they didn't get any better though. Like, <sighs> no, but that's because like, and from what JJ said, the team just quit because of Billy O. They just didn't care. If you can get into that room, and it's going to take someone who knows what they're doing, but if you can get into that room and get JJ Watt to buy in, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Oh, I, I understand. Like, I think you have, there's some, there is still some talent there and you have the best quarterback you're going to get. Like, right, unless you, were, re- like, 
like like realist like realistically yes Trevor Lawrence could be within a year as good as Deshaun Watson like that like it's possible yeah but like it's the it's the best sure thing you're gonna get exactly from the quarterback he, position not only that his completion percentage was insane too he completed 70 percent of his passes don't get me wrong I love Deshaun Watson I just think if that team doesn't figure out I mean they don't even have a GM yet that's the other thing is knowing who the GM's going to be and what they want to do. Which I think they, potentially if you get the right get Casario. If you get the right coach, he might have a, pro, a say in who they get as a GM. You know. To be honest, I, if John Gruden hadn't gone to the Raiders, this would be a perfect John Gruden place. Yeah, so that I mean, yeah, so let's look, let's talk about fits. So we obviously talked about Urban um, Meyer. Urban Meyer that's more of I think people think it's the Jags because like the yeah. cap space, the the, the lo- boatload of picks. They're also Trevor a, Lawrence. They're also a young team with right. not a lot of big personalities, which could help Urban as a college coach help mold those players. Um, Pat McAfee said this. Uh, was it a couple days ago, maybe? Where college coaches fail in the NFL because they want to control everyone and you know have that under the thumbness and then the ogs as he said or you know veteran players are like bro why don't i just hit you in the mouth instead and then we'll you know keep moving like they just older players don't have the patience for you know authoritarian coaches which is why matt patricia failed in detroit yeah patricia it's weird because people act and talk about like Belichick's like that. Belichick, but like has, from he, what I understand, but apparently, like he isn't. Yeah. Belichick, from what I understand, has a very dry sense of humor, but will also rip you to shreds if you screw up. Like he's he's a funny dude at practice. Apparently, like he you know laughs, takes you know is jokes around. But then when it needs to be serious, he can be serious. Apparently, Patricia was, yeah. like, all serious all the time. Making them practice yeah, outside like you, in the you cold. Had Cam, like, you had Cam even talking about how Bill, he was like, yeah, Bill, like, you think, like, he's going to be, like, a principal you never want to see. But, like, then you meet him. It's like, dude, I want to have a beer with you. Yeah, exactly. Whereas from what Damon Harrison said about Matt Patricia, he was like, yeah, I don't ever want to talk to this dude ever again. Darius Slay hated the man, like piss off the OGs in the locker. And that's what I mean about Doug Peterson, right? Or potentially whatever coach comes into the Falcons or the Lions at that point, right? If whatever coach comes into, which is why I have, you know, the Falcons is the fifth best and the Lions is the sixth, right? If you go in there and you make the decision to get rid of Matt Ryan, who also has a $50 million dead cap hit, you have just pissed off all of your offensive players. Yeah, I mean, in that stand, I think the Falcons are more like gonna be. Uh, hmm. I guess it's tough because they have some cap issues with like Julio's contract and. Yep. What do you do with Matt Ryan's but, contract? And but the thing is, and I was looking at Matt and and or Ryan and Stafford. They're both named Matt. Uh, Matt and Matt. Um, they were missing their primary weapon for over half the year. Both of them. Right. So 
Stafford threw yeah. for 4,000 yards without Kenny Galladay for 11 games. And then Matt Ryan threw for 4,500 without Julio Jones for seven games. Right? It's true. So Im- imagine how those offenses look, especially the Falcons. You can t- trot out 11 personnel of Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, and... Uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Like, that's ridiculous weapons. I mean, I think if they go quarterback, I think you're right where it's going to be more of like, you are going to sit for a year or two. I think it's it's much more like when the Chiefs took Mahomes and said, you're going to sit behind Alex Smith. Yeah. And then we're going to move Alex. And then we'll move him. It, I think it's got to be they have to talk to Ryan about retiring. I don't think Ryan will play for anyone else. Maybe the Patriots. I mean, maybe. He, maybe the I mean, Patriots. Because he went to maybe, Boston yeah, College. Because he, he went to BC. I don't know. I think it depends, but I think like if you look at fit at these positions, like I mean, I don't know, I know guys that are like going to be talked about a ton. It'll be interesting. Um, I think you're going to see what's the guy's name? Bianami uh, from uh, yeah. KC. I knew I was going to so, butcher his name because I've never actually so heard it. So Bianami, I could see going to the Falcons again. He's offensive guru, kind of. He's from the Andy Reid camp. They have the weapons. You know what I mean? Think about him and. Um, with Justin Herbert, though, too. Sure, at the Chargers, but again, they don't have the same weapons. At they all. don't, but they have the the quarter the future quarterback, and I think that's going to be what's. So here's the thing: is like you bring up a good point. Like if you have the GM saying and ownership not being sure about what to do with Matt Ryan, and maybe you can't take your guy that you want to be your quarterback at four if you're yeah. going to like the Falcons. What's more attractive? Designing an offense around weapons with an old aging quarterback that you didn't get to replace with your on your terms. Or going to a team like the Chargers that has a quarterback that you like already who was that good under Anthony Lynn. Yep. And you're going to be, and now you're going to take you from the Andy Reid tree and say, let's do some of the stuff that we do with Mahomes, that we did with Mahomes with this guy. And do it with Herbert. And yeah, I can see that. Maybe get, let's maybe get another wide receiver in here. Yeah, Biennemi strikes me as he could go to the Chargers or he could go to. The Falcons. Those are the two places that I could see him going. Yeah. Like um, I, I don't think he would I don't think Houston here's the thing is Houston to me needs an experienced coach. Yes, they need someone be, who it knows. It cannot what be doing. a first time head coach. Correct. And I don't think it's attractive to any of the guys that To aren't. be honest, like, as much as like Jason Garrett sounds like a dumb idea, I could see Jason Garrett going to Houston. He he was actually just rumored to be to to getting an interview somewhere, but I forget with who. Like Jason Garrett. Some, knows someone how to be a just head coach. asked about that. Like as much as like he was okay as the Giants head, you know, offensive coordinator. Like he knows how to be a head coach. He knows how to lead the locker room, and now he get to be a head coach without having freaking Jerry sticking the his thumb in everything. The Chargers. I could see him being yeah good for the Chargers too. He's an offensive head coach. He was a quarterback. He knows how to work with young quarterbacks. Yeah. He could work with Herbert and, and Watson. I could see that. I could actually see, honestly, Garrett going to any of these places except for Jacksonville because I don't think Jacksonville will go get him. Like, Garrett seems like the kind yeah. of guy where you missed on your first guy that you wanted, but he's a good option. You know? Yeah, I think the I think the Jets and the Lions are going to have the hardest time yeah. filling so, that job. So, the Jets roster just blows. The Jets roster 
I think I think the sucks. Lions. I think the Lions more so than the Jets, because they're not in a position to replace Matt Stafford. Period. Right. So you like I think the Jets at least the Jets at least you can say, God that team sucked, but a they just got rid of Adam Gase and everyone that leaves him plays better. Mister Beehole, like that says something right there. Like okay, cool. Like you could see a decent jump from like half your roster and talent just in production, just because it's not Adam Gase anymore. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is you have two first round picks. Yep. Because you have the you have the Seahawks pick, yep, and their third round pick, and the third like so you have extra picks. I believe they have some cap space. I don't know their cap space number off the top of my head. Second most cap space behind I, Jacksonville. Okay, so you have a t- you still also have a ton of cap space. Yeah, multiple picks, and it, while you might not be guaranteed to get Trevor Lawrence, you get your next guy, and it it it, it is a top heavy quarterback class. Yeah, not only like that, whether, like you could you trade say, Sam Darnold if to I want, New England for a second round pick. Yeah, like you could you could potentially move Darnold for a pick to get more picks. Um, right. But if like, you're I think taking at that point, Justin you're gonna be Fields, able to say, okay, cool. If I'm, you know, yeah, I think if I'm the Jets, and right, get, and it, it, the, I sit and I see what offers come in for number two. Right. I just. I pause, I hold, I wait. We get to number two. What are you willing yeah, to do? I mean, give you got me? 10 minutes. Right? Or even before the draft, you know, shop number two. Hey, we're not sure if we want to take Justin Fields. New England, what are you going to give me for number two? Right? New England, I'm just using because you know them better, which is they're probably not going to get a lot. New England wouldn't give you much. Okay. So here's the thing I don't know. Because there was always the, rep- I I never think of Bill as like a we're gonna sell the farm to go get the top three pick we need to get somebody we really like. Yeah. But there was the report of if Baker wasn't taken number one, the Patriots were gonna take a hard look at trading up to number two to take him. Trade with Apparently the Giants. They yeah. fucking loved Baker. So apparently again. they loved Baker, and the it was the agent that said that they were like, yeah, like Bill called us to tell us this. So Chicago, what are you going to give me for number two? Washington, what are you going to give me for number two? You know? Like those are the teams you look at. Because again, yeah, Alex Smith could start next year. But Alex Smith isn't starting in three years. He's just not. Right. Did did Trubisky get you to the playoffs? Yeah, maybe. But if I'm the Jets, I'm sitting at number two and I have the option to get like three more first round picks out of it. Right? What was the RG3 trade? Three first round picks? Something like that. Right? So now, I'm not the, saying the Justin Fields nice is RG3. Yeah, no. The The thing that's nice, though, is that, like, the, and this has really been elevated by Zach Wilson's rise this year, is that if you want to run an offense that has a bit more read option in it, a bit more we're going to use the quarterback in draws we're going to use the the quarterback as like a big body that can run a little bit which is just becoming the nfl offense it's just become what the nfl is that's where it's all going right if you you want to look at more of that successful teams right every single one of the teams that's in the playoffs aside from tampa 
has an ability for the quarterback to move a little bit, right? Right. And and so this is the difference between Fields and um, Wilson. Oh, and, and the Colts, though. No, because the Colts bring in Brissett. They run read option with Brissett. Yeah. And so this is the thing with, with Fields and Wilson, is that Fields is more of your read option and quarterback power type mobile. Yeah. Because he's a big body. Wilson's more of your speed, like not speed option, but like read option, RPO, bootleg type guy. Yeah. So like he mean, can still move, but it's more of like if I want to run quarterback power and I want to run more of this and have a big body at QB, we take Justin Fields. If I want a guy that gets the ball out quick, is really good at throwing off platform and different arm angles and can run RPOs and roll out and, and, scramble as we need to and is quick is more of like a quick but not like i'm gonna like we're gonna design runs for him yeah from my much, understanding like, none of them are like, even it just depends on what you want yeah from my understanding none of them are like even you know alex smith when he was a rookie kind of fast they're or Tannehill fast they're they're kind of like aaron Rodgers mobile like move when they have to but not like yeah fields is big but fields is not yeah, josh allen I'm, he doesn't run like that no, he moves well. I know I know Lawrence moves really well for his size at 6'6". Trevor, and I yeah, know, Trevor Lawrence is the guy who can run. Trevor can run. Yeah, Wilson, Wilson's sneaky quick. He's, he's quick, but he's not like... Again, like you're not going to be like running quarterback draw with him. Like you're not gonna yeah, be, He's like, not going to be your goal line guy like, like Josh Allen was. Yeah, like Rodgers. Like when Rodgers wants to pull the ball down and run, he can get 10 yards. Easy. But he's not like... I think he's quick. I think he run. was quicker than Rodgers. Like when Rodgers was young? Like not now. I'd have to double like, check, but like younger Rodgers. Like, there are some there's there are some clips of Wilson pulling the ball down and he's like boom. Like he's gone. And it's not like okay. gone like like Kyler or like Lamar. But he has that like imagine like a slower Kyler. Like that's kind of how he's he's quick like that. It's okay. like I'm gonna pull the ball down and I'm gonna get the edge and then I'm just gonna like I'm going to run out of bounds. Got it. So almost but like, like I'm not going to run away then. from like, yeah, like he's quick. Yeah. Like almost like Mahomes so, then. Cause Mahomes can like, he can pull yeah. an edge, but he doesn't really like only if he has to. Right. Um, exactly. Cause yeah. yeah. So the, so like, the, the Jets are, the Jets job is you have your choice scheme wise with that. Like if your scheme, yeah. like as, as a coach, you can pick whichever quarterback fits your scheme. And it's like, most people have them really close now. Or, or if you, you wanted, want, if you're sold on one or the other, or if you wanted to keep Darnold, you know, that's also an option. Yeah, if you think Darnold could be the guy, then yeah, you go get other stuff. You know, and then I I think the Lions are the worst because of their lack of defensive talent. Like they need so much on defense. Like, unfortunately, as much as I thought I would like Matt Patricia as a head coach, I'm really glad the Giants didn't get him. Because he ruined that defense. Yeah, I think like that the guys job he, is just tough. The guys he brought in aren't guys that worked out of like a New England system. Like that's the only system they worked in. And a New England system doesn't work unless you have every single guy there to make it work. Yeah, you know? like that's the nice, that's the, it's the one thing that Bill's really good at is like people shit on him a lot for GM stuff at times, but like if he knows, like, he can take a guy that you're like, dude, you're not that good, but Bill's like, 
you might not be good at this, but like, hey, but you can fit this specific role, and that's yeah, all I give a shit. About. I can I can give you this one job, and as long as you can do that job, I don't care. Exactly. You know, like he'll take a defensive tackle that they're like, ah, oh, he doesn't get after the passer, like he doesn't he doesn't do this well. But Bill's like, but can he eat up a double team? Done. That's all I need. That's the one Great. thing I need. I'll scheme a linebacker we'll to build- go after the quarterback. You know, like yeah, it's 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 a very Bill fit-based is- thing, and it works. Yeah, and it's because he is literally the greatest defensive mind that football has ever seen. Like, he potentially might be the greatest football mind that football has ever seen. We'd love to hear that. Uh, But with the Lions, though, again, it's like, you you just don't... uh, It's just so bad. It's like, that team has just been so bad, and players just don't want to be there, that I don't even think... I, I truly do not think... That getting rid of Matt's not Matt Stafford, getting rid of Patricia is enough to save some of their upcoming free agents into signing again. So they need so the guy that's being talked about going over there is the Minnesota head coach. What's his name? PJ something. Oh, the um, not the head coach, the Pat Fitz. No, no, no that's the guy from Northwestern. I, th- I, I thought it at. was Minnesota's head coach, Mike Zimmer. Uh, no, 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 Minnesota College, University of Minnesota. Oh. I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's the whole row the boat guy. What the f- PJ Fleck? PJ Fleck. Okay. Um, he's a he'd be a younger coach, right? Um, you have to like go and watch. A- apparently, pro- Marvin Lewis is going to interview for them. That's possible. He'd be all right. Go and watch a uh, press conference with PJ Fleck. Like, just listening to the man talk makes you want to run through a wall. Oh, yeah, I've seen this guy. And so he was rumored that he would be going to Detroit, which I think could work if he lets the veteran players, Matt Stafford, right? If he comes in as a younger, you know, he's only at this point going to be what? How old is Matt Stafford now? 32. He's only eight years older than Matt Stafford, right? He just needs to let Matt and learn into the head coaching role with the help of these veteran guys, you know? Like, obviously, don't roll over on your back and do whatever Matt Stafford says, but if you're going in there as a young head coach and you need a reliable veteran presence, you know? Outside of J.J. Watt, Matt Stafford's a good guy to have. He's tough as nails, and the whole team believes in him. Yeah. I think the thing that's tough is... You, you just, have you good just, offensive weapons. You if Are they going to stay? Galladay's I mean, a free agent. You could. I think you could get Galladay in to stay. I think if you give the money to him. So now that Patricia's gone? This is, this is... I don't know if that... I don't know if... Patricia leaving is enough they kept him around for so long I think I think they're gonna feel I feel like players are gonna be like why do we want to stick around at this place that's fair like that's fair Patricia got such a long leash for a coach that didn't deserve it yeah no I see I I can see that and it's just I don't know the thing that I always fall back on too is it's like I hear you with these teams that have quarterbacks like you have Stafford like you have Matt Ryan like Deshaun, not so much. Like Deshaun's different. He's young and he's like a top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. If not top three. Like Deshaun's a different breed. Like that's different. 
But like you have these guys you could argue if with better coaching or fringe top 10 guys. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I wouldn't, I would call Matt Ryan still solidly top 10. My, my thing is that you often hear when there's, when there's front office and head coaching changes, they want their guy. Right. And I think no one wants, no one wants to be saddled or handcuffed to the last coaches or GMs guy. And it happens with quarterbacks and it happens with coaches too. Like if you're the GM or the president of football operations and you just fired like, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like for example, uh, the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Actually. Elway just stepped down as the GM. Yeah. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to be the president of football ops. I'm going to have a hand in stuff, but I'm not, the GM's going to have final say I'm stepping down. Yeah. If they don't hi- like Drew Locke, if, if they hire a new GM or when they hire a new GM, they get Nick Casario in there. Yeah. I don't think they're getting Nick Casario, but he's the only GM candidate that keeps getting propped up as a guy that could move, even though I'm pretty sure he signed an extension, but like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, they sign a new GM. Maybe it's Casario. Maybe it's whoever. I don't give a shit. If that GM says, I don't like Drew Locke. I'm not sold on this guy. They're going to want to get their guy. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. But I and think. It's, and it's the same with head coaches, too. Like, that's a that's not a coaching vacancy. But if a new GM comes in and says, I don't care for this dude. I think it it's different, though. It could be a though. coaching vacancy quick. I think it's different, though, when, like, you're talking about a guy who's a third-year, second-year player versus... Matt Stafford, who's played in the NFL for ten years and is a seven-time Pro Bowler. But if I'm, but if I'm a new GM coming into the Lions, and I say, "Wait, wait hold on," I said Matt Stafford is a seven-time Pro Bowler. He's only made the Pro Bowl once. Is that what? I was gonna say it, and I just, I hadn't had a chance to look at the numbers. That's nonsense. I, Matt I low, Stafford has. I low-key think he's kind of overrated for his like, like his production's good, but I think he. He is not the stud people think he is. Matt Stafford has only ever thrown under 4,000 yards when he's played a full season once. Like he's like he's good. He's always been good, but he's never been like... like he has only it's, thrown it's kind of, it's under like 4,000 yards when he's played 16 games once it's kind of like the debate we had with Eli when like we talk about his place in NFL history and like how good he is and it's like I think like there's a lot to be said with his playoff record and the stuff he did in the postseason like that's fine Eli was in fairness Eli's a four-time pro bowler right but was Eli ever really like did you ever look at Eli and be like dude you're like a top three dude in the NFL like you're a top three Um, no he never was. was he was top five in 2015 Probably was that 20. one year or, did you, or was it like you had a good year? Like, did you ever think of Eli like you are a top three to five quarterback in the NFL? Like, no questions asked. And the answer is no. The answer is no. Well, no. So the so that time when he was dropping the interceptions. So right after they fired the dumbass head coach or um, Kevin Gilbride, right when they fired him, right. He went on a streak. He threw for nearly 5000 yards in 2011. He was very efficient in 2012. 
Then they hired another dumbass offensive coordinator, and he regressed in 2013. But then they brought in McAdoodle Do, and he got better in 2014, 2015. But like, so would I say of, he was you think top? Of, I mean, granted, he, he was in the league with a bunch of really good quarterbacks for most of the time. Yeah. So the thing is, right? This is so Peyton and Drew and Rogers were all playing at the same. So the best you can ever be is fifth. Plus you have Brady too. Don't forget him. That's what I mean. That's why the best you can ever be is fifth, right? Brady, Drew, Rogers, Peyton. Okay. Then you had Phil Rivers. You had and I would ben. say. Tw- 2011 2011 is a hard like thing to to look at right because if you look at let's see can i get single players or is this going to be teams uh da, 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 da. Standard you go to players, pro football pass, reference yeah yeah, yeah i got it so 2011 eli was number four in passing yards in 2011 ahead of aaron Rodgers, and right. peyton what the fuck? I'm happened? just gonna I'm just gonna caution on volume stats. That's all. What the heck happened with Peyton Manning that year? Oh, that was the year Peyton was hurt. Okay, so Peyton missed all of 2011. Okay, so Eli could have been fourth or fifth, and I would argue in 2011 it was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matthew Stafford, Eli Manning. Right, but the the thing is though, like, yes, that's one year. But after one year, are you going to say, like, yeah, he's, like, actually a top five dude? I think after his career in New York, you can say that he's earned the right to be a top five dude after being... Like that know, one time? Was was he consistently top five? No. So th- Could he, based on his talent and the right coaching, be top five? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, yeah, but now, now we're talking hypotheticals. I think if you're saying, like, you look at Matt Stafford and say... The body of his career so far, and so like was he was good, but was he ever a top five consistently? Like he's not a top five consistent guy. Like that's the thing. No, is that like, he's he's at his ceiling. He could be a top five guy, but he's never going to be a top five guy year in year out. But he's also never going to be worse than tenth, fifteenth. Right. And so the thing that I struggle with is that like if I'm coming in as a new head coach. And like maybe I'm gonna have a call, get the I don't know if I don't know if Patricia had GM power I don't think he did he did not um but if I'm if I'm a new head coach he did have some say in who he signed though they brought in a lot of New England guys yeah so if I'm coming in and I'm saying and I'm interviewing and I'm like, like this is what I want to do this is my vision like this is the scheme I want to run like this is my stuff yeah if Matt Stafford doesn't fit that to a T then like I'm not sold on that. Like that's the problem. Is it like unless I mean, it's like if, if you're if not Matt sold Stafford, on it, don't Stafford's take the job. Like an eighty, yeah. But like if it's your only, if it's the only job offer you get, and it's like you want to get your foot in the door, you get your foot in the door. Well, I mean, the issue a is a lot of guys have to get a lot of guys have to fail at a head coaching job first. Matt Stafford is going to be your quarterback next year. They might get rid of him. There's some rumblings they might get rid of him. Who are you gonna get? You're at number seven. They, I don't know, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Trey Lance, I I don't know enough about Trey Lance to really get into this. All I will say is that Trey Lance could end up being a sneaky steal if he falls, because I could see him falling, um, purely because his season was canceled. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get, get to, to play, play football this year. The last time he played a season, he threw forty touchdowns and like no intercept and literally no interceptions. But it was at like North Dakota State. 
Yeah. So, so he's what he's a one double A guy, right? Yeah. But like he didn't throw a single interception the last time he played a full season. Yeah, and we, then you gotta bring in the competition thing. But. And then you yeah, and then you bring in competition. But like my thing is that like if Matt Stafford is like an eighty five percent scheme fit for what I want to do, fine. But if it's less than that, then like I kinda wanna get my guy. I still can't believe Matt Stafford's only made the Pro Bowl once. That's wild. Like, I don't know. That that that's my thing. And like it's not that I don't like Matt Stafford. Like I would like Matt, Matt Stafford on the Patriots. Matt Stafford threw forty one touchdowns in twenty eleven, threw for five thousand yards, and didn't make the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl's messed up, dude. Evan Ingram is a Pro Bowl tight end. Who made the Pro Bowl <laughs> that year? That would have been Eli. He made the Pro Bowl that year. Yeah, well, I mean, it's tough because also like half of it's just popularity. Yeah, Eli made the Pro Bowl. I want to say. Um, Probably Eli Rogers. Eli. So, yeah, they would be Eli Rogers and then Breeze. Um, Breeze for the NFC. So Matt Stafford missed out on the Pro Bowl for Eli Manning. Because it was Eli Manning. His name was Manning. And he played in New York. Yeah. And granted, Matt Stafford was only a third-year player at this point. And Eli was in his, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth season. So, that's uh, that's disheartening that Matt Stafford's know. only I mean, made yeah, one trouble. I know he's good, but that's kind of like, I kind of had that feeling that there was going to be something like that. And like, I mean, not that it's just, like, obviously there are years he probably should have made it over some guys, but like. It just goes to show, like, he hasn't been, he's not someone that I think of as, like, a stud. He's right not a, now. He's good. He's not a stud. I'd trust him as much as i trust Ben Roethlisberger. Or oh, yeah. Phillip Ben's Rivers. washed. Yeah. Ben's washed. Like, what did Ben do this year? 38-03? Ben, ben is literally washed. You know? Rivers is washed. He's toast. Like, those guys gotta go. Noodle arm. Like, I'm not saying that. He's not. I'm a, don't get me wrong. Like I, I, Matt Stafford is a still a good quarterback. Like I would. I think there. Are, if if he is a casualty of a new coach coming in and being like, we want to run, we want to run read option. We want to have a mobile guy, and we think we have that guy at Trey Lance. Yeah, and, and they, I can and they see, make, and they make it happen, and he has to go because that he's a casualty of that. He, okay, cool. Like Matt Stafford's gonna have interest, but from like a handful of really good teams that needed a quarterback. Matt Stafford could go to the New England Patriots. Right. Like he could go to New England. Um and he could literally walk in and run McDaniel's system and it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's an issue talent wise with Stafford. I, I truly just think a new head coach could come in and just be like, this is not the dude I want to run with because this is just not the scheme I want to run. And yeah, I don't want to be saddled. This is you brought me in to do a job do not saddle me with the guy who's been here for 10 years. Yeah. Well, like, so let's the, move on. The, Let the past die. The thing with Matt Ryan, though, is he's had so much success in Atlanta. He is the best quarterback Atlanta has ever had. I don't I think, think it's, Arthur Blank I think it's will, even worse with, with Ryan. Well, it's because Arthur Blank will not let Ryan get traded. I, I think Matt Ryan is... If I'm coming in, I'd rather have to deal with. Oh, actually, I don't know. Matt Ryan's so much older that I might be like, okay, I'll deal with Matt Ryan for a year because he's got to go soon. He's he's gonna well, be 36, 37. Like he'll Matt he'll retire Ryan in a is, year or two. 
three years older. Right. Like maybe you sit there and sit, like for me, it's like you either look at it one of two ways. You can either say the dude's already 35. He'll probably he's going to be 36 next year, I think. Mm-hmm. He's going to be out the door. He's on his last legs. He might retire anyway. He might play one more year and retire. And we can groom the, we can groom the next guy for a year. That's still attractive to me. Yeah. I or think you say Matt Ryan you're wants gonna to get play out hired. his contract and I'm not dealing with this nonsense. We need to get rid of him. If you're going to get hired to play in Atlanta or to play in Atlanta, to coach in Atlanta, I think you have a conversation with Arthur Blank about Matt Ryan. I'm sure you do. I don't think any of these coaches are going to go in blindsided. I just think it's it's a less it's less attractive if you have to go in knowing you're you're saddled with someone. Yeah. Unless it's again, like these... I unless you're you're saddled with Deshaun Watson or Justin Herbert. Well, but so think about the Panthers, right? Like if you were to go in you were saddled with Teddy Bridgewater. See, that's tough. Right? Like it could be way worse. You could San Francisco doesn't need a new head coach. They're stuck with Jimmy G. Jimmy G is not great. They're actually not that stuck with him. You know, I mean, whether how stuck they are could be debated, but he's their quarterback. He is, but give me one second to look up that contract because I just looked it up and there is there's like an out coming up. It's like it might be like this year. Because what did we? Oh, no, they can they can cut him for two million next year. Okay, so we came up with what Garoppolo's played two thirds of the less than two thirds of the games. Yeah, in the last three years. If you if you're the 49ers and granted like they don't need a new coach, but they could literally be like we were trading Garoppolo for a bag of beans because yeah. his cap hit his dead cap is 2.8 million dollars. We'll get to the Patriots but trade Gar- trade Garoppolo back to Bill. Um is, is that a thing that could happen? It literally could that's been rumored. Like watch him come back to New England and just fucking ball out. I could see it. I mean the thing so the is thing I don't want to I don't want to trade for him give up a fourth round pick. I don't I don't want to trade for him. Because I don't Here's the thing is this is just me being very nitpicky and being a total ass about this is I think with the lack of games he's played how he hasn't looked good since the Super Bowl this year. This year he had a tough year. I mean the instant that that miss in the Super Bowl kind of ruined him to be honest. So exactly. If I'm taking him on while yes, I can get out of that contract at any time I want, I do not want to take on Garoppolo at $26 million. Yeah, I could see him going to Indy. I could see him going to Chicago. I could see him going to... Indy, Indy's been rumored with um, Carson Wentz because there's a connection no, there. McAfee shot it down. Oh, he did? Yeah, McAfee was like, we don't want Carson Wentz. Well, is that McAfee just saying we don't want him or is that McAfee being like the coaches don't want him? Because I thought there was a connection there with the coach. He said the money doesn't make sense. Like it wouldn't make sense to bring him in for that much money because they don't have the ability to bring him in and then re-sign guys like Darius Leonard. Like you'd be hamstringing your defense if you brought him in because they have to sign Quentin Nelson too. Yeah, that's fair. That's my issue with Garoppolo. Is it like I'm not going to send a fifth rounder for Garoppolo if I honestly think there's a there's a decent chance that the Niners will cut him it, but the thing is he is the Niners best option like Nick Mullins and CJ Bathard aren't great they have a decent pick this year 12th they're not getting a quarterback at 12 that's any better than those guys Trey Lance falls a little bit do they think 
Do they really like the idea of Mac Jones? I mean, again, Carson Wentz was the last guy that went to a school like that. We saw what happened. And you talked about how if you're going to go to a school like that, you need to be a really good athlete. Trey Lance is a good athlete. Well, I know, but like I'm not, and, and this is, Wentz went Wentz, to like... Yeah, but Wentz it, like destroyed his body too. Yeah, that's what's to say that, you know, Trey Lance won't. I mean, maybe he learns from Wentz, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking that like if you think if you... Because here's the other thing too. You think he also it. hasn't played football in a year. Right. This is true. This is this is not something I will disagree with. But my thing is that if you cut Garoppolo and you say, we're not paying this dude the cap hit of $26.2 million when we can eat $2.8 million this year and $1.4 million the next year because all of his guarantees were front-loaded, like the last year of his big dead cap hit would have been last year. Yep. You cut him for $2.8 million this year and $1.4 million next year, and you got out of that contract, and you save yourself over $50 million. Yeah. Yeah, no, I you see it. I see why money. they would do it. You can use that money anywhere else. Well, because they also, you know, at that point, we're looking two years down the line. You have to sign, what, Fred Warner, and then a couple of the guys from the D-line. Right, you got to sign them, and I, I don't know what the rest of their cap space will look like, but then you instantly get $20 million in cap space next year. It's yeah, like, I think... Okay, like, let's get... I, I think at 12, though, they're going defensive back. They need someone who can replace Sherman. Yeah. And Sherman's a great guy to learn under. And that's fine. You could draft a DB there and say, but okay, but we're going to we're gonna sign one of these other quarterbacks. Like, we're going to tr- maybe, maybe they trade for Darnold. Maybe Shanahan thinks he can get something out of Darnold. Maybe so they say, we'll take any, any dude that's going to be low cost because we don't need him to be a stud if we get... More offensive line. If we get, we don't need him to be a stud if he's only going to throw ten times a game. Exactly. Like if you invest that money into other positions that matter for them and what they do with that offense with all the motion and getting them. Like I know, like yeah, like they got Ayuk, like they've got Debo, like they've got weapons, but like and Kittle, you can't forget Kittle. Oh yeah, I I was going to say though with wide receivers though, like a lot of their wide receivers are talented but gadgety type guys. I wouldn't call Debo or Ayuk gadgety. I mean, they got gadgets, just ga- they they get used gadgety a lot. Yeah, but Debo's just a, a monster. Yeah, they're He's athletic guys. But like, would you would you say are you better? Who who's better, Debo or like a Chris Godwin? I'd probably take Godwin, but that's just because Godwin's had more help, right? Like, if we put Debo in with Winston, I bet you Debo could put up similar numbers, or with Tom for that matter. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just thinking like I think of Debo and Ayuk and I think of athletes who aren't the best pure wide receiver, but they're they still are really productive because of their athletic ability and their ability to do different things. Yeah, I'm not calling them insane route runners or anything. Right, but like okay, but like what if you went out and got like an Allen Robinson like a jump ball like fuck it. Yeah, I mean Robinson could help I think Robinson would be good for them, but I also don't think they have the cap space for that. If I remember properly, their defense eats up like a ton of their cap. Yeah, like but it, you again, get if out you of the, cut, but if you get out of the Garoppolo contract, if you cut Garoppolo, then you have the option for it. Yeah, yeah, that's but my I thing is that I think you can, I wouldn't think you they would use do that. that I money think elsewhere they would instead of paying it to a mediocre quarterback that hasn't done much for you. Yeah, yeah, it, I think the quarterbacking situations for a lot of these teams are what make it interesting, right? Obviously, the team that has. Arguably the worst quarterback situation going to next year is the Patriots. 
Yeah, they got to figure something out. Because they have, right now, nobody. The fact that they, and again, I pegged them at 6-10 and 10 before the season. And I pegged Cam Newton. Granted, I didn't know how injured he was to get them 9-7. and seven. Now, funny, 9-7 and seven wouldn't have even got them into the playoffs this year. Nope. Um, but Newton's shoulder is messed up. He hurt it very badly in his last year in Carolina, which makes sense as to why the teams were not signing him. Everyone was like, why hasn't someone signed Cam Newton? Why did the Panthers get rid of Cam Newton? You know, why didn't, you know, any of these other teams who needed quarterbacks go out and get Cam Newton? Because there were just a handful of certain throws that he just can't make anymore. Right, he can't throw the ball in certain places. And so he won't be back in New England. I would say, I honestly don't know where Cam could end up. He could back up in Arizona if he wants to. He could probably go start in Vegas if they want to get rid of Derek Carr. He could go to Chicago. He could probably start over Trubisky. Or he could go to the Colts and start if Rivers retires. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But like that leaves New England straight up without a quarterback. And they're not in a position to draft one without trading up. The only the only one that they're in a position to potentially draft is Mac Jones. Right. And that's and, that, and that's still if like the Vikings don't take him. And does Bill want Mac Jones? If Bill doesn't want Mac Jones, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing is that, like, I don't know, we don't know this, but I always, but, like, Bill and Saban get along. Yeah, oh, like absolutely. If Bill, like, if Bill, Bill and Saban will have a candid conversation about Mac Jones, and Bill will know if Mac Jones is the guy. So, the issue here becomes the Patriots' biggest bargaining chip for moving is kind of hampered by other teams' cap space. You mean Gilmore? Yeah. So Yeah, you because you have to have the room to, uh, to absorb his cap hit. It's not even if, how much money he's making, it's his cap hit. If the Falcons had more cap space, you could move up to four, but they don't. Yeah, you'd have to rework that deal first. Right. Now, which, that's which not, it could be done, not like, saying wink, wink. it couldn't happen. Trading pick number 15 plus Stefan Gilmore to Atlanta for number four, you might have to give up a second round or two, maybe. And then you get, you're guaranteed to get one of the top three guys. Yeah. Unless, unless Miami does something screwy. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing is that like, or Miami has room. You could trade Gilmore to Miami. I don't know that Bill would do that in the division. I also don't he, know if they need him. But do you know how good that defense would be oh, if they would had na- him? It would be nasty. I don't disagree with that. Right? I don't think he'd do it in the division. That's why I said the Falcons trade him across conference. You never have to see him again. I think it's more likely that they will trade him by himself. Because I think to move up where you where you want to go i think you're right like you're hampered with do teams want him and was there yeah. a fit for that trade 
And mm-hmm. I think it's only Atlanta that it fits with, and they don't have the cap space for it. Right, but if you get a second for Gilmore by himself, or a third, you can then say, okay, cool, we'll give you our first, next year's first, a third this year. Like, you can then package all of that into one thing and say, you don't need a quarterback at four. You have Matt Ryan, if that's the way that they're leading, and say, if Here's, Trey Lance is there at 11, do you trade Gilmore plus a swap of first for to the Giants? Maybe. Like, if Trey Lance is there, if they like Trey Lance. Because um, the Giants can absorb to, his cap hit, and they need a corner. Yeah, I mean, the, the Philly can't absorb the cap hit. Otherwise, you could be like, hey, Philly, you want a defensive back? Yeah. Cincy, maybe. Maybe Cincinnati, maybe Carolina. Maybe Cincy would be interesting because if one of those three guys falls to five, Cincy could get a DB out of it and then still be in a position to get because you're probably not going to get Panay at five. No. If Panay fell to five, there's no way Cincy trades that pick. But if if Panay isn't there, there's a tackle out of, I think, Minnesota that's slated to like mid first. They they could be like, okay, but we'll get him at at 14 or 15. We'll get him at 15. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's interesting. There's a lot of to do. And again, the only thing I'll fall back on is that if Bill was really, if that was a legitimate thing, that Bill was like, we know Tom's going to be out the door in a couple years. Like, we had to get rid of Jimmy G, but we'll, we'll take, we will, if you don't get taken by the Browns, like, we will, we will trade up for you, Baker. Like, if he was going to trade up to number, like, two for Baker, potentially, then, like, okay. Baker was the top quarterback taken in a draft that didn't have a guy anywhere near the caliber of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And if that guy in Baker was worth trading up to two for, then what does Bill, what is Bill going to think of any of these other guys? And I'm, yeah, not, I'm, not, mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying Baker's the same prospect is a, isn't the, isn't a much better prospect than maybe like Mac Jones is. Yeah, but Bill's not a better get prospect to number than, one. I think we can guarantee that he's not getting Trevor Lawrence. No, but if Bill says, okay, Justin Fields and Zach Wilson are there. If I can get up to three, and either one of these dudes is way better than I thought Baker was. Yeah. Then I got to do it. Like if that yeah. was a legit report, then like what's what what would Bill be willing to do for guys who are arguably better prospects? Because realistically, Wilson, Fields, Lance, if he didn't miss a year, and Lawrence, those are four guys that in four separate years probably go number one. I do think that the highest you're going to get is four. I don't think the Jets or the Dolphins will trade with the Patriots. The only reason why I say Dolphins is I do think the Brian Flores relationship could could work. Yeah, but you're trading within division for a high draft pick. I don't think like I think Flores just is a smart human is like, Bill, I like you. You're a nice person. We get along. But in competitive conscience, I cannot give you this pick. So here's the thing is that I agree with that logic. But at the same time, there is another bargaining. There is hypothetically another bargaining chip the Patriots could use. I don't know. It, JC Jackson? No, it's much less likely. It doesn't happen as much in the NFL, really ever, if I ever see it. Um, but we have, we can extend Tooney because we just, we had tagged him. Oh, what, do a sign-in trade? 
if you sign Tooney to a long-term deal and then use Tooney and your one to get up to three, like they need offensive line help. Yeah, I think that might be that might be the only way to do it. But and like you, because like hypothetically, like we learned tonight that like NFL contracts when you trade them, like you're on the hook for their guarantees that year. Yeah, like if you can do, if you can word the contract in a way where like we're gonna sign Joe Tooney to a whatever year deal, and his first year is fully guaranteed at X amount of dollars and then the rest of the years the guarantees aren't that much but we're going to we're going to front load the fuck out of it in his first year he's guaranteed this signing bonus and we're yeah. on the hook for that if we trade it the rest of the contract is a regular contract and yeah. you're saying here's a free year of Joe Tooney you're not paying a dime for maybe the first 2 years of Joe Tooney cuz the way his contract's worded and the way that that bonus worked out but hey give us that 3 pick and our and we'll give you our one that's fair. That's fair. It I mean, doesn't I happen think, in the NFL. It never does. But like, I can't think of a time it ever happened. No, but I think It'd the Patriots also have a lot bigger fish to fry. They're like, yes, quarterback is the biggest fish to fry. They have to rebuild that entire offense and most of their defense. So here's the thing is that, yes, like I potentially think that without Bill Belichick, the Patriots might be the worst team in the NFL. In two years. No, not right now, but yeah, in two okay. years. So, yeah, I mean, they definitely have work to do. I think you're getting younger at corner. With I mean, you have JC. You're going to pay JC Jackson when he comes up for contract. Right, but Actually, then you're losing your... Now. Yeah, you have to pay JC Jackson this year. You're losing your number one corner and your number three corner soon. I don't know when the McCordys are going to retire, but they're going to retire Eventually, or go somewhere yeah. else. You're losing your free safety. Your strong safety is... Okay, Duggar was all right, but he's not a coverage guy. No, Duggar's more of like a sub linebacker, strong safety guy. Right, he's like he a really chung, well, but he's like a chung, but he's not as good in coverage. Um, you need linebackers. Yes. Is Dante is Hightower even going to come back? Like, uh, he is rumored to retire, so that would free up a bunch of cap space. Right, so Hightower retiring. Cannon allegedly. Cannon's retiring. So you need now, what, three offensive linemen, too, if Andrews and Tooney are also gone? Yeah, that's if you do that, if you do that sign and trade. They actually probably have the cap space to re-sign one of those two. Um, so, conservatively, two offensive linemen, and both of those linemen that you're losing were very good. So here's the thing, though, is that they kind of lucked out with that, with how good um, Onwenu was this year. Onwenu was good. Onwenu was... The only player this year to get like above 65 or 70 pro football focus grade across three different offensive line positions this year. That's pretty good. He's he's he can fill one of the two spots that you're missing. So the, the one, nice thing is that he can he could either play. Either tackle or either guard, probably. Yeah, depending. I don't think he, I don't know if he could play center, um, but you realistically could say, OK, we're going to lose. We're At that point, then you'd sign Andrews and ditch Tooney if you think that. Well, I I, th- I think Tooney's the better player. I think he is, but he's also going to cost more. Yeah, he's probably going to be the highest paid left guard in the league. I think you might see them. I don't know. Based off the press conferences, um, David Andrews was way more. I, it sounded like he was way more emotional today than like Tooney might have been. 
And again, the Patriots could not be re-signing Andrews because of his health issues too. Right. Like they could say like, we're not going to sign Andrews, but we're going to pay Tooney. We'll draft a center in like the third. We don't have a third round pick. We'll draft a center in like a four and like some, we'll find some center. We'll make that work, but we're going to have on one new play tackle now. And then you'll have, and, and you'll, then, you'll still have a pretty cohesive offensive line. And then the elephant in the room, you need three wide receivers. Yes. You straight up need three wide receivers. Like Jacoby Myers was your number one receiver this year. And as much I, as Myers, I would say you need two. Myers could probably take over the slot role. He could probably yeah. play in Edelman's place. And so this is the thing with all the cap space they have. The Patriots will be interesting because, as we we probably should be wrapping this up soon because this is we we turned this into a fucking long episode. We did, but um, this is I think all good stuff we're talking about. So yeah, I think the thing that will be interesting with the Patriots is, and this is the nice thing that I like about the NBA, the NFL versus the NBA, the NBA draft happening before free agency is so frustrating. Yeah, because you you have to draft without knowing who you can pick up. You have to draft without knowing who you can pick up, which in the NBA, fine. That's actually less of a problem for me because most of the time, you're drafting best player available every time. Yeah. It, it, it's like you're very rarely you're saying, okay, let's draft for a position of need and we'll pass on the center who we think is probably pretty damn good but, you know, we really need a knockdown shooter, so we'll take the shooter instead. Like, that that doesn't happen that often. The Celtics just did it. They did just draft for fit more than need um, or for need more than, like, best player available per se um, when they drafted Neesmith, who's a shooter, and then they drafted a backup guard in Pritchard, who they really needed. Um, but both those guys had – they were. it's not like they were bad picks. Like, they were, they were slated right around where they took them, so it's not like they reached on anybody for a fit where, like, in the NFL, like, if you really need – a linebacker and there's a bunch of good receivers on the board like you're you're going to take the linebacker if you really need them. Yeah. So that's the nice thing is that like going into the draft hypothetically a lot of those holes should have been filled with how much cap space they have. So like they could go into the draft and they could have signed let's like hypothetically let's say Juju doesn't want to be in in uh, Pittsburgh anymore. They just drafted Chase Claypool. They don't want to pay him. Deontay Johnson's good. James Washington's pretty good. Juju, we don't need to pay you. We're sick of your shit dancing on logos anyway. Get out of here. Yep. Juju feels slighted, goes to an AFC rival who hadn't been good this year and says, and Bill says, dude, we love you. We love the way you run routes. Come on over. So you could also get Kenny Galladay. And I was going to say, what? and then what if they say, Kenny Galladay like and then because they have the they have the space for this they could realistically have an offseason where they, they could literally have enough they have enough space to literally sign like Galladay and Juju they, they could sign two like really good wide receivers I don't think they would I think they're more likely do one and then like a like one and then go down with second tier type guy so you have 62 million in cap space and that doesn't include any retirements yet Correct. Which so, I think are likely. Like, I think you're going to get at least another $15 million in cap space. There is a... Um, and it's a strong wide receiver class in free agency. There is another option 
They could also trade for Odell. They've always been rumored for that. Could happen at quarterback. And it's not very likely, but it would throw the world for a loop. You're talking about Dak? Yeah. If they if they don't uh if they don't tag Dak. Yeah. I mean if they don't tag Dak and Bill just throws a fuck ton of money at Dak Prescott. Whew, that'd be nuts. Cause then you're looking at the Patriots at fifteen saying we don't need a quarterback. We, we need can, a receiver. We can take Jalen Waddle if he's still there. We could take Kyle Pitts if he's still there. If neither of those guys are still there and like Patrick Sertan Jr. falls, we could take him. Now, granted, I do think that the Cowboys will sign Dak Prescott to some deal. I'm pretty there's sure they're n- going to tag him again. There's no way they don't get some sort of year out of Dak Prescott. But it leaves you with wide receivers that could go to the Patriots. A.J. Green. That would be most likely cheap. Allen Robinson. Would love that. T.Y. Hilton. Older, probably cheaper. Marvin Jones. They've been rumored for a while anyways. Corey Davis from Tennessee. Yep. Kendrick Bourne from San Francisco. Yep. Godwin's also a free agent. Chris Godwin. I was going to say that. Curtis Samuel from yep. Carolina. If Houston fucks up and they let Will Fuller walk. Yeah, Curtis Samuel from Carolina. Uh, Will Fuller. We talked about Juju. Um, Kenny Galladay. D.D. Westbrook from Jacksonville wouldn't be too bad. That'd be an interesting slot guy. Yeah, uh, Alan Lazard exists. Exists. Um, but like, I'm talking about guys that, like, they're not your number one pick, but you could go after them. Right, like, I think it's more likely. I think Sammy Watkins is a free agent, too. Yeah, but I wouldn't want Sammy Watkins, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the Patriots have enough cap space that, like, we're talking about, like, they have all these holes, and you could go into the draft being like, like, right now we could be saying they need receivers, like, they need all this help, and they could be, and they could all of a sudden come out of the free agency with two good wide receivers, and you're like, oh, okay, like, they're fine there now. Like, they got Allen Robinson and Marvin Jones. Like, they don't need receivers anymore. Yeah, like, I'm trying to see, there's not a lot of linebackers in free agency this year like Hassan Riddick from Arizona see that's a position I trust Bill more on my honestly my dream scenario is that they they sign wide receivers they could sign Hunter Henry's a free agent yep Zach Ertz is going to be a free agent probably like I don't think he's going to resign in Philly no he's also going to be very expensive though well he's older and he was hurt this year he might not cost as much as people think yeah but he's Zacherts, he'll cost enough. I don't know. He might be like, you know what? Philly kind of boned me. Like he won't be Travis Kelsey expensive. He, but yeah, he might expensive. cost a decent amount, but he might be like, you know what? Philly kind of boned me. I know New England loves to use tight ends when they have them. I'll play for the best coach ever. Like you know, it, there's the logic could be there. Well, but there's also like you're trying to sign receivers without any guarantee of who their quarterback's going to be. You know, and receivers are kind of tied to their QB. I think, honestly, you're going to have a hard time unless you get Dak signing anyone. Because is Kenny Galladay really going to come to New England and say, I have no idea who's going to be throwing passes to me this year, but I'm going to sign unless you put a dump truck of money in front of them. Well, so you put a good amount of money in front of them. Maybe a dump truck, depending. I don't know. But like, if you're Allen Robinson... 
Johnu Smith is also a uh, free agent. If you're one of these pass catchers and you are meeting with Belichick, first off, you're meeting with Bill Belichick about it. Yeah. Like, that's one thing is that like you know he's going to put you in the best position possible to succeed for your for an offensive for an offensive player. It means less though. I mean, he still does a really good job with it though. Like, look at how he identified Welker. That's true. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm saying it's probably yeah. It, it's less, less of a draw important. than if you're like a linebacker or something. Yeah. But realistically speaking, you could say, you look at him and he'd be like, "Look, this is what we're gonna do." You could you could be like, "We're like we're gonna get a quarterback. Don't worry about it." And like you get you like you kind of give them the wink wink like, if we get the weapons, we're gonna trade up and get a guy. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of the model now, isn't it? Isn't that kind of the new model? You surround weapons around a good rookie contract quarterback. That's what people are trying to do. Like, I mean, that's if what you get the, those guys, and all of a sudden, Bill's like, "Cool, we got Robin, we got Allen Robinson, and we got Godwin, like, like wild over the moon." All right, cool. Let's trade like four picks and let's go get Justin Herbert. Not just, blah, blah, blah. let's get um, Justin Fields. Let's get Zach Wilson. Yeah, like let's do it. Yeah, I mean, you you could. I'm not saying that it's a bad idea. Why did get Garoppolo on a cheap deal because he got cut? That's true. I I just think that again, you're losing one, two. Did uh, did um, Dietrich Wise start for you guys this year? No, he rotated in. Okay. So McCordy, Guy, Jackson. I think Guy will be back. And then John Simon and Dietrich Wise rotated. That's three starters right there that you're losing. Potentially losing um, Hightower, four starters on defense, right? And then that's not counting the fact that you might be trading Stefan Gilmore, five starters, and if McCordy leaves, Devin might retire six starters. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's definitely a lot to do. But I think with the cap space they have, there is I, a there is a feasible path to them being a playoff contending team again next year. If the I cards think, and the contracts and the picks fall the right way. I think if you cannot get a quarterback, if you cannot trade up to get a quarterback, you will not contend for two more years. See, I would disagree with that only from the pure standpoint of knowing hypothetically. And this is this is a risk, though, right? Like if you said to me. Or if I said this to you, they signed weapons, pick a few of them. They were they were decent offensive, pretty decent offensive weapons. And all of a sudden yeah. you're like, okay, like they have weapons. Who's gonna play quarterback though? And they got Jimmy G on the cheap. And Jimmy G was gonna be healthy. I still don't think that's a team that makes the playoffs. I straight up don't. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough to bring a pass heavy team to the playoffs. So you don't think that if hypothetically, if we're and talking a, if we're talking about if Bill Belichick was like team. if Bill Belichick was like, I want Jimmy G back. Yeah, because of what I saw in him and what I know I can get out of him. We're talking we're talking about 
what rumored to be the reason why Brady got all pissed off is that they didn't want to get rid of Jimmy G. Bill was like, no, this is my next dude. Like, if you yeah. get that guy back in the building for cheap and give him a couple wide receivers and, like, make it work, like, I'm just saying, I, I don't know if I think it's actually, pl- like, I don't know if I'm saying it's, like, the most likely option. I'm definitely not saying that. Like, I'm not saying it's a guarantee. But, like, that possibility does exist because yeah, Bill knows absolutely. what Jimmy G is because that was his dude. I just don't think I don't that I don't know if it'll happen. I'm just saying like the, the 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 possibility exists. The possibility exists that they get a couple guys and they're like they 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 don't they pivot off of the top 3 or 4 guys and they're like no dude, we fucking love Mac Jones because we know how he was coached and we know what we yeah. can do with him. Yeah, I just I'm looking at guys who you could get right who I'm looking at quarterbacks who could feasibly compete for a playoff spot, right? And and you also don't have to be necessarily a pass heavy team because your running game is that good. Is it that good though? It was very good this year. Granted, like, some of that was with Cam, but like Damian Harris was the second best PFF football, uh, running back this year. Your rushing yardage. Damian Harris ran for 691 yards in 10 games. That's again okay. It's seventy yards. It's sixty-nine yards a game. Go to their go to their total rushing offense. Uh, twenty-three hundred yards. I have to find the team rankings. They were the fourth best running offense in the league. Yeah, it makes sense with Cam Newton. It does because Cam himself added almost six hundred rushing yards. Cam Newton ran for almost as many yards as Damian Harris. Now, granted, five more games, but still. Yeah, and also. Cam's always on the field. Like they were suffling out running backs a bunch. Right. Like you have to then you have to what you really need to do is you need to say, okay, how many rushing yards did Rex have, James White have, Sony have? So and between Harris have. Between Sony, Rex, James White. So Sony, Rex, and James White were about eight hundred yards. Damian Harris himself was seven hundred, so that's fifteen hundred. Cam Newton was still a third of your rushing attack. How many yards did Cam Newton have? Almost 600, 592. So that's, call it 600, that gets you to 1,700. If you take away all of Cam Newton's rushing attempts and say they don't run the ball anymore with anybody else, like, sure. Like, that throws you slightly below average. That, like, takes you right around, like, the Chiefs, Chargers, Giants, Bills, Panthers. Like, that's but all I that, think those are the teams I that are within 1,700 to 1,800 yards. That's also due to the fact that you guys had to run the ball because Cam could not throw the ball. <laughs> what's your attempt? What's the attempts wise? Can you look at how many? I don't know where to find this. Can you look at how many rushing attempts they had compared to the rest of the league? Third most attempts. Yeah. So they were what? The fifth best or the second best on the third most attempts or something like that? Fifth best on the third most attempts? Fourth best on third most attempts. Okay. So they underperformed their attempts slightly. Um, which team was top? Just yards per game. Well, so top, I would guess, is Baltimore. Tennessee, right? Oh, Baltimore and then Tennessee. Lamar. Baltimore, then Tennessee, then Cleveland. Okay. If you go off of average per carry, they were the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth most per carry. Okay. 
I just, I don't think you can have that kind of offense with a quarterback that's not built for it. You know, like it's not the same kind of rushing offense that. Um, but that was also a running, because they were, because like, yes, Cam ran, but a lot of Cam runs were like design draws and like quarterback yeah. power. It yep. wasn't always like read option and we weren't sure who was going to go where. No, it was designed for Cam. Right. And so like, yes, I think you have to take away those yards and you got to realize like he was the third of the rushing attack. But if you had a passing attack that actually scared teams, then the box wasn't stacked the entire time. The only That's reason true. those running backs had de- those those numbers was because of a they were good running backs for the most part. Like they ran well this year. Like Rex ran well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damian Harris looked not, really fucking good. I'm um, not suggesting that they didn't. I just think there's Steven a difference. Kind of good. I just think there's, I think if you have a, if if you were to say here's a rookie quarterback who at least can throw the ball, like can physically throw the ball. And here are some weapons that like you actually have to cover. Like you have to cover Aaron. Like let's just, I keep saying Allen Robinson, like, cause that's like the pipe dream. Like you actually have to cover Allen Robinson. You have to worry about that in play action. Like, okay. Like you can't just throw nine guys in the box because the McDaniel, because the offense isn't just going to be stretch quarterback power and fuck. Now we have to throw it on third and eight. So I think there's a difference, though, in how that rushing attack worked versus a rushing attack that can allow Jimmy Garoppolo to be successful. So the San Francisco rushing attack was, you know we're running the ball. We know we're running the ball. Good luck stopping it. Put eight guys in the box, and now Jimmy has one-on-ones everywhere. Right? That's what Jimmy was contending with in San Francisco. That's, You're not kind of what Cam was dealing with. He just couldn't throw the ball. So, but the thing is, that kind of rushing attack was facilitated by Cam Newton also being a rushing threat. I don't know that you have the offensive line, you don't have the fullback or the tight end or the running back talent. I mean, if Damian Harris takes another step up, maybe you have the running back talent to do it, but you don't have the pieces to facilitate. Uh, five yard per carry rushing attack. You know, like you're not going to run for 186 yards untouched from the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I and, just, but I just think that like that's what Jimmy G needs to be successful. Okay, so sure, yeah, maybe with Jimmy G that doesn't work. But like my my logic is though is like if you can improve the passing attack at all, to the point where. You have to worry about it and you can't just be like, we're only going to stack the box because like we literally don't care if we're, if we're run committing and you have a chance to throw like good luck. <laughs> Who are you going to throw to? Like, yeah, if that's the difference between like, OK, like we have to play honest defense on the back end because we don't want to get burned by somebody and we can't just stack the box. But you still have a good running attack. It's like, OK, well, like then you can you can at least do both. Yeah, that's true. And I think you'll see I think what you would see is a similar average on less attempts. So we need to wrap this up. I'm gonna we wrap do. it up with a bold prediction. Okay? okay. Hot take. There is a caveat to this hot take. If the New England Patriots do not get Dak Prescott or one of the three big quarterbacks next season, 
they will have a worse record than the New York Giants. I will agree with that. I will only caveat it with if they don't get it's tough because like part of me is like there's an avenue for them to be like because the top three guys are Wilson Fields Lawrence obviously right I I truly think there's an avenue where if they're actually sold on what like Mac Jones can do because he's accurate throws with anticipation but doesn't have the biggest arm but played yep. against the SEC and like Nick Saban coached him and like they know they they might have an idea like they'll probably have a better scouting idea of what he can do because of the Saban Belichick connection. Yeah. Like I think there's legitimately a chance that if like he falls to 15 or they trade up to 10 to get him because they're like we're just not going to miss out on this dude because this is the dude we want. Like I I think like yeah, like that's I still think that could still happen. But, like, yeah, if they don't get the quarterback they want, and if it's, like, if they don't get the quarterback they want, and if it's Dak or someone in the draft they want, I would agree with that. Because I think the biggest thing right now... Because I think I definitely that, think it's more likely they get Jimmy G on a short-term deal, short money, and it doesn't work at all, than it is that it's perfect. I definitely think it's it's less likely that he is what everyone thought he was going to be in New England on a on like a cheap deal because he got cut than it is that he would come here and also suck. Yeah. Yeah, I I really do think that this is going to be an interesting year going into the next season for a lot of these 6 and 10, 7 and 9 teams to kind of prove what they're worth. And I think the teams that can make the biggest leap out of that are the Giants. I really do think that if Saquon Barkley is healthy, it's a totally different game. I was going to say, I think uh, to go off of that, the reason why I'm, I don't have that much of a problem saying that is that like, they could get Mac Jones and weapons and still have a worse record than the Giants because the Giants could go like 10 and 6. Yeah, I think that I do think the Giants like functionally could they, go ten and six. If they get another step out of out of Jones, they get a healthy Saquon, a ye- another year with Joe Judge and like an actual offseason, and the draft goes goes the right way for them potentially. Dude, that defense is so good already. Like you could very easily see an upgrade. So I wouldn't disagree with that. But on that note, yeah, we should cut it. That's our that's our bold prediction. Uh, we'll end with that. I just want I just amended it to just make sure that it's because like yeah, yeah, I'm just amending it to like I I see an avenue where where Mac Jones could make that happen. I less see it with Trey Lance only because I feel like he's such a a less known commodity as a as a prospect that sure you might get floored by his forty game forty touchdowns zero interception season without this season to scout like well now what. Yeah. So. All right. All righty. With that, we will see you when we Absolutely. see you. Absolutely.